At just 16 years of age, Fran Jonas was the youngest player to receive a development contract by New Zealand women's cricket. Now, fast forward two years, Fran is a fully-fledged white fern, ticking off the Commonwealth Games and the Cricket World Cup. Widely regarded as a rising star of women's cricket, Fran started off playing with the boys' teams until she was 10. Her dad, who'd never played cricket, became her coach. The unorthodox left-arm spinner is just back from South Africa and joins me today on the podcast. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast, Fran. No worries. Thanks for having me. It must have been such a whirlwind year. What has the last year been like for you? You're just out of school. Yeah, I mean, it's been pretty surreal, to be honest. I can't really believe the opportunities that I've had to travel the world and just play cricket for New Zealand, really. It's amazing. So, I mean, two years ago, could you have imagined that you'd been called up to play for the World Cup? Oh, absolutely not. I mean, even playing for the Hearts when I was in school was pretty crazy for me. Like on the weekends, didn't have much time to see friends because I was, you know, away playing cricket for them. And then to get called up to the White Ferns was honestly crazy. So cool. And playing for your country, you know, New Zealand and going overseas, what was that like when you pulled on the jersey with the white fern on your chest? What was that like? Yeah, it was definitely really cool. I remember my debut game. I could see my parents in the crowd and the anthem was playing and mum was, was crying, which was pretty cute. But yeah, I wasn't emotional in my debut. I was definitely just really excited to get out there. That's great. So not so many nerves, just more excitement. Well, obviously a bit of nerves, but yeah, I was definitely really excited. (laughs) Oh, that's cool. Well, let's go back. You started playing cricket after your older brother got into it. How did it come about? Was it beach cricket that was the draw card? Oh, I actually, I'm not sure about him, but mum always tells the story that I was like maybe three. I was still a toddler and my brother was hitting around on the beach and I would just run after the ball and chuck it in for them. And I think I just, you know, our family liked it when I was younger and I just yeah I just was always around it but but your dad never played and then he became your coach yeah I think it was just oh he coached incredible so it wasn't like extremely tactical and that so he was able to do it and he just had so much passion for it which was great and yeah it was a lot of fun having him coach when we were younger and do you think that passion sort of uh, what sort of filtered down to you yeah, I think so. Definitely. <laughs> and so you had to play with the boys to start off with. How, how was that? Yeah, it was good. I remember I filled in a couple of times for the girls teams and they actually had like boundaries. So you could hit a four or a six, but the boys, you had to run. So if you've hit the ball ages away, you just have to keep running and running and running, which was pretty different, obviously, to how cricket actually is, which was pretty funny. Yeah, that is funny. And so at what point did you start playing with the girls more seriously? I think it was when I moved to hardball, I started playing with the girls and then started playing at school and stuff in high school. And that's kind of when it started to get more serious for me, I reckon. Yeah. So at what point did you say, hey, actually, this is actually really, I'm good at this. I'm pretty good at this. (laughs) I think (laughs) I had a meeting with the old hearts coach I think I or I don't actually know how old I was but it was about joining the hearts development program so it was like people that are kind of on the verge of hearts just which is the Auckland hearts isn't it yeah Auckland hearts um just getting extra training with like Auckland coaches and that and I remember that being like pretty crazy to me to think that you know I could be training around the hearts 
Amazing. So cool. And let's talk about that left arm spin. It is a, your point of difference. When did you realize that that was actually your a weapon, a great weapon for you on the on the pitch? Um, well, I did used to bowl pace when dad was my coach. And then we were mucking around at training one time and I we just started bowling spin because it was kind of like no one was a spinner. And so we would just muck around and do it for fun. And then I remember the coach, my dad and we had another coach at the time, they said, you know what, like you're left-handed, you should probably like, you could try doing spin. And then I did. And I think there's just not many around. So I think it is a good weapon, like for me. Yeah. And did you, and I, I read where you let's say you loved watching the ball spin as well. Yeah, definitely. Especially an incredible because they're plastic. So they would turn a lot and it was always funny, like just, you know, messing with the batters and trying to get as much turn on as, as possible. It's great. And, we, and did you have that one day when you were playing cricket and you tried it and went, hey, this is this is really good. This is working with those right hand batters. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That, yeah. I don't <laughs> really remember, to be honest, but I'm sure there was times. Yeah. And did you have to practice a lot or were you just loved playing? So it was sort of something you were always doing after school. It was definitely a lot of the time what I was doing after school, just mucking around, even in the backyard with like my brother. But yeah, I think I definitely loved it a lot oh. as well at a young age, which I think has helped me now. That's so cool. And so then let tell me about the last few months. You've been to the Commonwealth Games, then you were in South Africa for the Cricket World Cup. What was that like? Yeah, I think especially the Com Games was something that was really crazy for me because obviously there's all these other sports there, all these other athletes there that have been training for their whole lives and for us to be there for cricket. I think it was the first time women's cricket has been at the Commonwealth Games. I think it was pretty special for us. Um, yeah, and to end up with a, with a bronze medal was pretty cool. I never thought that I'd have a Commonwealth Games medal in my room. Amazing, um, yeah. Yeah. Did you just look around you and think, wow, here I am at the Commonwealth Games playing cricket? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I remember going to the village and just seeing all these like famous people and being like, oh, my God, <laughs> it's crazy. That, and to, yeah, and to, as you say, the first time cricket was at the Commonwealth Games, it must have been super special. Yeah, it definitely was. Playing at playing at Edgebaston as well was pretty cool, like a ground I never thought I'd get to play at in England. Amazing. So how do you cope with the pressure? Because you, you are so young. It's, it's a big deal going out into these big world events. I think the, the team is just so supportive that you it just releases the nerves and you don't really get that nervous. You just get more excited which is really good to have like especially the support of like Sophie and Susie the older girls is definitely makes you more relaxed out there oh that's great so do you think there's a great team culture yeah definitely the environment is so good so what what special things did they do to make you feel more relaxed and and play better I think just like believing in me to be honest like if, ch if Sophie's chucking me the ball just you know telling me to do what what I can do and I think that definitely just allows me to relax and just bowl how I usually bowl that's great and if you have a bad day you know is it is it do they come and talk to you or how does it work I think um I've got close close friends in the team that are more around my age and I think if we were to have a bad day it's definitely good to be able to let it out to the people you're close with in the team but yeah I think everyone's supportive and everyone knows like how to deal with that sort of thing so it's just a great environment really 
because at the end of the day, everybody has a bad day, don't they? Everyone has uh, had days when they think, oh, this is no good, Let's, but it's another day and then you just get it. It's how you come back, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Oh, that's great. And do you have mentors in the team, in the White Ferns team? Um, we, like mental coaches, do you mean? Yeah, both mental and just mentors that might look after you. Um, we have the NZCPA. The, I think it's the Cricket Players Association. We have people from there that help us, you know, if we ever need anything like mental support or whatever, we have people there that can get in touch with, you know, coaches and that sort of thing that we can use and get help really if you need it, which is oh, great. That's great. And so have you ever needed it? I mean, you've had such a, an amazing sh- a career. You're so young. Uh, have you, What are the biggest hurdles that you had to overcome? Um, I think I've I've touched base with like we have a Auckland Hearts mental skills coach and I've touched base with him a bit and I think that's even just to you know talk about random things it's I think it's really good to build those connections and have people there that can help you if you ever need it. Yeah that's great that's really good. Has there been any major setbacks for you that you've had to overcome? I think um, definitely I tore my calf in South Africa Pre, uh, before the Women's World Cup at the 19s World Cup and I got removed from the under-19s tournament which was really you know upsetting because it yeah. was such a big build-up to that tournament and it was the first ever under-19s Women's World Cup and I was really excited to be a part of that but unfortunately I wasn't able to be a part of it but I still had a lot of fun and I was able to stay with the group for quite a while which was really good. And, uh, and now you've got a little bit of a break and what so what's next? Um, well, a couple of us are going to Fiji, which will be nice. Oh, nice. We've got Eden, Eden Carson, Georgia Plummer, Molly Penfold and Izzy Gaze. We're going to go to Fiji, which is, which will be good fun. Um, and then, yeah, I think we're off leave on the 1st of May. So we'll get back into camps and stuff, back into training then. Yeah. And it's important to have those breaks, I think too, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think we've had a big season, you know, we've been going since probably July last year and we haven't really had much of a break so I'll definitely you know enjoy hanging up the shoes for a while. That's great. Uh, There's been a huge breakthrough for women in New Zealand cricket signed a pay equity deal that you would get paid the same as men so that must be awesome too in, in, in New Zealand cricket. Yeah it's definitely a huge step forward. Um, we're getting the same match fees as the men which is great. I think it's just going to help develop the women's game and you know I think it's really inspiring for young girls playing cricket nowadays to see that you can actually get paid to be a cricketer which is really cool. That's so good and you're part of it and you're part of a new wave of women's cricketers young cricketers coming through that must be cool to look around too. Yeah definitely I always find it really crazy when someone asks for a signature or like asks for a photo I think that's pretty cool to be you know be someone that people look up to. Absolutely. And I guess, do you feel like you always have to live up to those expectations of being up to people are looking up to you? Do you feel like a lot of pressure with that as well? Oh, not really. I I think like you just, you just play cricket really. Like you just go out there and do what you can. And then, you know, there's a lot of support here for cricket in New Zealand. And I think that's really cool. And yeah, I don't feel there's much pressure with it. That's good. And I read where you are very calm under pressure because it must be a bit a bit, a bit nerve-wracking being a bowler and, you know, everyone's paused, there's silence and quiet, everyone's watching you. How do you cope with that? 
I think, like, definitely playing at the Com Games, the atmosphere was really loud, and you just have to, like, try to block it out, to be honest, because, you know, there's there's 11 of you on the pitch, and, you know, everyone's backing you, and you just got to, you know, be as relaxed as you can be. Yeah, totally. So looking ahead to the next, say, 10 years with this new New Zealand cricket pay equity deal, what do you think in 10 years' time? How much better can the White Ferns get? Oh, I think it's definitely going to create a lot of changes like around the world. I think this is a big change for New Zealand and I think the franchise cricket that's going on around the world at the at the moment, like the women's um, IPL has just finished and I think that that's going to create a lot more support even in here in New Zealand because, you know, those kind of tournaments are massive and people love to watch cricket and I think for New Zealand, I think it's only getting bigger. That's great to hear. It must you must feel pretty proud then for for what's being achieved right now. Yeah, definitely. I think as well with that equal pa- equal uh, match fees has you know it's really inspiring and just makes me even more excited to keep playing cricket. Oh, that's great. And do you love the game as much as you did two years ago? I think I honestly love it more. <laughs> I, I love I love bowling. I love being out in the field. It's it's a lot of fun. You found your passion and it's great to hear. So I know it's only two years ago, but I always ask to look back and look, say, at your 16-year-old self, which wasn't that long ago for you, and think, you know, what would you tell a young person like you that's starting out just like you? What advice would you give them? Oh, that's a tough one. I think (laughs) just find ways to keep loving it and, you know, surround yourself with good people and good teammates. And I think... Yeah, it's just exciting really how how far forward the game is coming and I think, yeah, people will just want to keep playing with how it's going at the moment. Friend Jonas, thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. I really appreciate your time and all the best for what's coming up. There's a big future ahead. Thank you so much.